Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. It's the Luke and Pete Show, episode what's Luke Moore? 69, <laughs> in the yeah. naughty north, in the sexy south, where yeah. the, what is it, with the naughty north when the girls look nice in the sexy south, where the boys look twice. Oh, right, so the, um, Straight out of 96. the London boys are um, thirsty chaps, and the northern girls are lovely looking. Apparently so. I'll take that. You're from that's, the naughty north. That's about that's about as uh, what I reckon, to be honest. How are you doing, the Pete? I'm all right. It's, we're doing this a bit early than usual, so I've um, I've only had a few hours sleep, so uh, I'll be more aloof than ever. I think. Yeah, I think you might be. And on, uh, episode sixty nine, baby. Was, was drink taken last night? No, drink was not taken last okay. night. Thank you very much. I'd sleep more if anything. Just one of the you're a bit under the surface. No, oh, okay. no. To, to, I'm all surface, no feeling, mate. To use a PJ a PG Woodhouse uh, a quote. Under the surface. Um, um, it's Luke and Pete's show where we talk about the things that are important to you, the yes. listener. And by important, we generally mean things like, can Pete fart on demand still? Right. Why is he still eating fish fingers that are frozen? Right, these are all things that you've brought to the table. And um, things like, um, last week we were talking about that badly timed erections. Yes. So it, it really is the full gamut of, of the human condition. <laughs> A smorgasbord of emotions and things exactly. that Recently, humans can enjoy. Indeed, recently on the show we have talked about national treasures and candidates for that status. We'll talk mm. a bit more about that later. Uh, terrible drivers, including a man who put a baby on a dashboard. Uh, Brian Blessed, um, badly timed directions, as I said. We, got, mm. we had a missive from Medellin, Colombia. And a bit of Freddie Mercury as well, wasn't there, Pete? Uh, was it a bit of Freddie Mercury? Oh, yeah, because he's got a biopic bio coming out. Oh, yeah. And I, I saw the that. trailer for the first time last night. I'll, I'll let you into a little secret, uh, Donny, a.k.a. P.D., uh, aka the Pete, I was watching. Like, so I've I've got into this habit now, uh, and I'm really enjoying it. Right? Do you remember a football documentary called Big Ron Manager? Yes. And is it because I've told you about it before? No, it was um, it was what do you call it? Ron um, Ron Atkinson. Ron Atkinson just being Ron Atkinson, wasn't it? Yeah, but what what happened was it was narrated by Jeff Stelling. Right. It's on Sky One back in 2005, something like that, maybe mm. a bit later. And uh, Big Ron goes in to Peterborough because he's friends with Barry Fry, who oh, owned the club at the that's time. That's right, yeah. And he's and it, and massively he be- doesn't, didn't he like massively um, undermine some of the staff yeah. by so, getting sticking his oar in? Well, apparently, he's, he's supposed to be there as like a football troubleshooter, right? But he ends up. I mean, they've got they've got like a rookie manager who is, you know, I mean, you're a fan of saying this. Uh, actually, I'm not going to say it because it's, it's a bit out of order. He's not very bright, right? Okay, yeah. <clears throat> and it means that. Ron oh, just ends up undermining him. Doesn't he? Doesn't he um, quit halfway through a, 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 a team talk? Well, well, 
This is the thing. And Barry Fry just starts laughing. It's a five or six episode <laughs> series, and I haven't watched it for ten years, and I'm on episode three now. Mm. That hasn't happened yet. I right. can't remember, there's but a, I'll report moment, back. There's a moment where uh, basically the manager goes, all right, I'm out of here. And like in the middle of a team talk, after like, you know, he's, he's gone through like, after they've talked about, you know, the team needs need to get together and stuff and yeah. keep what, together. Legs and he just goes, right, guys, I'm out of here. And See then he leaves. I, I, think, have, I think he's still working in football, that block. I have seen you walk out of meetings. Yeah. half before you've got a temper on you uh, no I just care too much and, yeah. I, and I, as try as I might I can't kick can't kick um, the care can't kick the caring you're like a grumpy Jurgen Klopp yeah. you're, you're very emotionally there. No, you, you, no you start you, you start a battle and then and then hide and yeah. then just sort of go <laughs> have you read The Art of War by Sun Tzu <laughs> <laughs> Pete how, would you, how, how bad would you say your temper is out of 10 and the 10 would be like the worst ever like frenzied Am I am Ever. I surrounded by five six idiots? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. I, a ten. That. Yeah, a ten. All right. And the reason I started talking listening about... to starting hearing someone say a bad idea, I can't wait for them to finish their sentence so yeah. I can dive in. So and that's dreadful, but a bit rich. Um, <laughs> can I just say we first started talking about Big Ron Manager because I saw the biopic trailer for this Freddie Mercury film. Right. I can't remember what it's called though. Uh, I'm very much like the Freddie Mercury of the group, aren't I? Yeah. Passionate. Yeah, a uh, little bit. Good uh, singing voice. Ag- <laughs> aggressively sexual at times. Regularly sport a moustache. Always hanging out with uh, Princess Diana. Kenny Everett. And the white trousers and vest. <laughs> um, I'd love that look. Anyway, the trailer looks, it makes it look really good, which I guess is the role of a trailer. And I'm not saying it will be a good film, but it does. <laughs> do you know what? You know trailer when, makes film look good. What? You know when you're on, well, not all of them do. When, no. when you're on YouTube and you think, right, I want to watch whatever I want to watch. And this advert comes up and you, and you get a little thing. It says skip ad. Yeah. And after five seconds, you always press it. Well, this yeah. came up and I didn't skip it. Yeah. It must be well, the first time in he, years. Because like, um, there was obviously, it was in development health for such a long time. Sasha Baron Cohen basically... Uh, was obviously originally in the frame, and they basically um, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen was under the uh, under the impression that they were going to do a film about Freddie Mercury's life and his death and everything ending. But no, because it's a Brian May kind of Queen joint production, it's all about it's all about it's all about them continuing after he dies. Oh Just god! Like, no, oh god! No one wants a bit of that action, do they? <laughs> that's outrageous. That is outrageous. So yeah, nobody wants nobody wants to watch that. But uh, yeah, apparently that's it. Seems to Seems to be focusing right around them writing uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, I think. But right. to Mr. Robot's credit, he seems to have got the, well, the voice down pat. He looks like him, and I would like to know if he actually sings. Because yeah. he's, the voice in the trailer sounds amazing, and obviously Freddie Mercury, well-known as having this amazing singing voice. I think nowadays you can mix mix stuff in, can't you? Just that's take not the master, good. Take the masters. Well, well who cares? Like, yeah, what? but Do you want it to sound like Freddie Mercury, or do you want it to sound like Mr. Robot singing? I would be you more impressed if he has. Well, Joaquin Phoenix sang on Walk the Line when he played Johnny Cash, and that was, yeah. that's brilliant. So did uh, Reese Witherspoon, apparently. I would argue that uh, Johnny Cash's performances are I'm not just... I'm stuck in Folsom Prison, <laughs> and time keeps dragging on. I walk the line. There you go. You say it's easier. Yeah, it's easier than mm. doing Freddie Mercury. Maybe. Maybe. I went to the. I think I probably spoke about this, but I went to the Johnny Cash Museum, and um, uh, there was um, Roy Robson's glasses in there. The big O. I think they just ran out of Johnny Cash stuff and went, just put Roy Oberson's glasses in there because I think he was in a band with them for quite have you a while, got, wasn't Have you got anything else? Have you got I've got, I've got a pair of glasses that look like Roy Orbison <laughs> might have had them at one point. Put them in there. Get them in, in there. there. Uh, anyway, on the show, we obviously normally talk about your emails and your uh, subjects, I guess, the things you want us to talk about. Pete, have you got anything else in your locker 
for what you've been doing over the last week or so, um, apart from the fact that you didn't sleep last night. Presumably because it was too hot. Is it too hot for you too at the moment? It's too sticky, isn't it? It's yeah. Too sticky. And where you live, can you have the windows open or is, is that not possible? Uh, not really, no. I can have a fan. I should get a little um, air conditioning unit, but that's just, I'm only going to, I'm just going to steal that one. Yeah. I'm just going to, uh, we've got, so we've got a studio that's um, completely un air conditioned so we've got like a little mobile unit yeah. so that before we start we have to make it really really cold or as cold as we can manage it mm. and then we go in and within about 10 minutes mm. it's so weird how hot it gets you know I mean, it's not too bad when there's just two of us but yeah. you know because my seat faces the, the sliding doors mm. the window and um you start to see the conversation on the on, on the on the window. And you go, oh, yeah, it really, it must be really hot in it. This summer is going to test us, I think, uh, big time, and test the studio as well. Might lose a bit of weight. Might lose. But a bit anyway, of weight. so you're having trouble sleeping. Uh, I mean, that, that's the, that's the problem with um, with London because it, when I go over to the US, New England, the climate is roughly similar. I would say, obviously, the winters are a bit colder and the summers are a bit warmer. But everywhere's got air conditioning. Everywhere. Yeah, and uh, but also, I think the, the air quality this week has been quite dreadful as well. Uh, I London. really, I really felt it in the back of my throat, and I don't usually feel that way it doesn't and even it meet was, EU standards mate does it not no I played football in that I was, I was knackered by the end of it with Dreadful. asthma as well I played in I can play football um, I played in um, a place called Archbishop Park a park I was not really aware of it's a nice little uh, area mm. uh, but they were having like they had like zip lines over the top they had like a, every summer they set up this zip line Mm. Uh, and and um, rich Tories who live around there get really upset about it. So, which makes me like it to be honest. But <laughs> it's rather disconcerting if you're playing football to have people like flying over you at speed, going woo. And I'm wow. thinking, why doesn't somebody hit him with the ball? Where is this? Archbishop Park near um, Lambeth North Tube Station. It's not too far from yeah, me. Not too far Lowe. from me. I live. I live in the beautiful rural borough of Lambeth. Borough <laughs> of Lambeth. Um, uh, cool. Uh, uh, I, w- I went to the wrestling. Oh, you did? That's I what I meant to, to ask you about to, that. I went to some uh, London-based uh, wrestling. It's very good. Ring of Honor. Uh, so a lot of Japanese um, actors. Um, Where was it? Some horror. Uh, it was in um, Alexander Palace. Uh, very, huh. uh, it smelled like uh, chlorine because it was just right next to the swimming pool. Was but, it busy uh, in there? It was really busy. It's not in the main room. It's not in the main room, surely. Uh, yeah, the main room. Well, they have the darts and everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. yeah. Huge. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a huge production. How many but, people um, would you say were there? I would say... Oh, uh, four thousand? No. Wow. Yeah, four thousand. Yeah, and what was your favourite part? Um, I did you go with Mark Haynes? Enjoyed, I went with Mark Haynes, um, uh, the um, lead in Wrestle Me and uh, the podcast we do, uh, and a couple of friends and stuff. And um, yeah, it was good. It what was, was your favourite really part? My favourite part did you was have a beer? the big fat man. <laughs> did you have big a beer? Man at the start. Uh, I didn't have a. Uh, uh, no, I, dr- I drank loads of wine. Because it was just easier to carry. You know, when you're in that situation, you're like, oh, I just need to get the back of my seat. I'll get some red wine. I'll get some red wine. So I was probably the only dandy in uh, a full suit at the wrestling because everyone else had black T-shirts with bullet club written on it. Or tap out. <laughs> tap out. You yeah. don't see that very often no. anymore. So basically, let me just say, <laughs> I just want to picture this and, and so do the listeners, I'm sure. You're going to a British wrestling event with 4,000 baying wrestling fans mm. dressed in a full suit drinking red wine. Yeah. You're a mania. Pe- <laughs> was, people are going to be looking at you, and I, and I don't agree with them, but people are going to be looking hot. at you thinking, you're an idiot. I was thinking they might think I'm involved somehow. They might think I'm like a manager oh, or a family yeah. or something like that. Like Mr. Fuji. We saw... <laughs> <laughs> we, um, uh, the Cody Rhodes is quite a big um, star, the, the, the son of uh, the one of the great Rhodeses. And uh, Dusty Rhodes, I remember Rhodes, him, and yeah, Dustin, was, I remember as well. Well, yeah. So this is Cody Rhodes, the other brother, who's right. not, who wasn't. Oh, who was that character that Dustin Rhodes played? I can't remember the, the kind of 
It's like pansexual. Oh, chat. um, Goldberg. Gold dust. Goldberg, Gold wasn't it? No, Goldberg Gold dust. was a different guy. Goldberg, okay, he's a big right. muscle guy. I'm but, not a wrestling um, expert, but uh, no. Uh, again, I'm 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 new to all this, but uh, yeah, it was really fun, man. He, he was great, and you know, they were just it was just all very professional. And seeing actually people quite close up doing their doing their craft, practicing their craft, and really hurting themselves. I was like, there's no hiding away. Like taking a bump, falling on the on the um on the wooden slats of the ring. It's uh, it's not fun. Yeah. It, do, it does not look like a fun job, to be honest. They do it with a plum. I think there's a bit of a, a bit of confusion among the general public, of which I was guilty of for a while as well. Which is because, in quotes, it's fake, as yeah. in the outcome is predetermined. Mm. People think the whole thing is fake. Well, obviously, it's not really fake when you're jumping off something through a massive table. Yeah, would you? It. Yeah, you can, the table's not made like marshmallow. Yeah, it's it's actually. Painful, yeah. And if you read the the um the autobiography of the guy, what's his name? He played mankind. His name is Mick Foley. Mm. He says in that book, I think every time he actually bled in the ring, it was real blood. There's no, there's no fake blood. It's just oh, yeah, sometimes no. things go slightly wrong, or he's, he nicks himself or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and well, so well, that part of it's like not it. fake. No, um, uh, nothing. Nothing about it is fake, apart from the storylines and. You know, maybe when you're pulling punches and stuff, you or, or, you know, you're, mm. you're slapping someone's chest rather than punching them and stuff. Like jumping off top rope and landing on your fucking knees is gonna do your knees in. You know, well, what my I mean? knees, I can barely I get up the stairs, so I'll be in big trouble. But uh, is it fair to say people who like that kind of stuff and and um, and want to hear more about it should listen to your podcast, Wrestle Me? Yes, yeah. I don't know anything about wrestling. Mark Hens knows plenty, and uh, we're going through the WrestleManias starting at one we're around about nine now we're uh we're into the big toga party so we're in the sort of area that i could have been watching when i was a kid really so i was i, I listened to the one, one about wrestlemania 7 with interest because that was a key mm. one for me but i mean for those of you who haven't heard it i would recommend it and if you if you think about what it would be like to listen to a two-handed show with pete and someone who's actually really good i know right that's what it'd be like <laughs> so pete it's a good outlet for you isn't it not having to come in and just talk to me every every week well i don't have to travel to um Hibernate, and that's the main thing. That's the yeah. only reason why I do it. Is that right? Yeah, <laughs> that's the main thing. Yeah, it's tax deductible, probably as well, is it? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, good stuff. Well, I was going to give you a bit of a science quiz, Pete. Oh, okay. Um, because it's, it's ten o'clock in the morning. Really? Well, this is the this thing. Is what... So I might leave it till till the show, the next show, because um, we've talked a lot of crap already. But th- th- essentially, this comes down to the the US government asking. Uh, doing a survey of, okay. of basic science knowledge questions. It's really easy, true or false. Right. But it's surprising how, well, maybe it isn't surprising, depending on your outlook. But to me, it was quite surprising <clears throat> how little people knew about quite basic science questions. Right. So I took the quiz and got nine out of ten. So it's not that difficult. Oh. But I want to see how you Ooh, do it. because I'm I think Luke. I think I you would. Nine out of ten. I didn't see you do it. Don't confuse the listeners. You're Pete. People listening are confused by that. Uh, a great impression, that's why. <laughs> yeah, you didn't see me do it, no, but you, I am no. very trustworthy, as you know, so yeah. you'll have to take my word for it. But next, we'll do it next time around, and we'll see how many you get out of 10. I think it might be quite fun. Okay. But instead of that this time around, let's just uh, have a break and then do some emails. All right, then. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, Luke, don't gunge me, mate. Pipe down, Pete. I told you never to argue with the customers. I'm a little. I'm a little bit um, put out that I didn't do the science quiz. Why? Why? Why are you um, waiting until next week? Because we we we, we, ain't got, we ain't got endless time, have we? All right, okay. It's nothing well, to do with that. All right, well, let's do that. Let's do that. Well, you have week. a bit of time to research between now and the <laughs> next show, aren't you? <laughs> so no excuses. Um, we talked a bit about national treasures before the break, and yeah. because it's something we talked about last week, and it, and it came from. Uh, a story that you or I or whatever was telling about Brian Blessed. I think both of us told a story about the great Brian Blessed. Uh, and we then we started talking about national treasures. Well, um, who is it? Pete, not you. Uh, another Pete who's listening has been in touch. Um, and another he says, national treasure. <laughs> yeah. He says, uh, Dear Luke and Pete, in response to your discussion of national treasures on EP67, here is a list prepared off the back of a series of conversations around the, the family Sunday roast dinner table. Mm. We've often discussed national treasures, and conversation occasionally gets heated. Um, and he's included a list in, in a number of different sections, which I'll come on to. If you do want to get in touch, I just forgot to say that it's hello at lukeandpeacher.com for, for all your emails. So Pete, not you, the other Pete, has been in touch saying, these are his definites, his family's definites, Pete, Whoa. for national treasures. Okay? Right. I'm going to read them to you. Yeah. There is a definite list, a potential list, and a suggested but ultimately disagreed with list which is fucking dreadful. But we'll come on to that in a minute. <laughs> um, first up, definites. Sir Ian McKellen. Uh, I'm having it. Yeah. I'm I mean, having the, that. The problem with anybody at any age, and I'm, I'm looking at the list, I'm not looking at Ian McKellen in particular, but look at the list. It's really hard to put anyone in because um, certainly uh, as you get older, you become more extreme with your views and you could say anything at any time unguarded yeah. and it all falls to bits. But I think we're pretty safe with this lot. To be honest, Ian McKellen yeah. is a very good example. Yeah, with the exception of possibly one, which we'll come on to. Okay. Um, so Ian McKellen, everyone's happy with that, right? Uh, I'm yeah, very happy I with that. that. Yeah. Okay. And by the way, t- do... I'm putting a tick next to his name. <laughs> good. Yeah, tick yeah, him, and we'll, right. we'll take a photo of that. We'll social media it later. Do uh, get in touch if you've got any strong feelings on this. Next up, and this is this is a bit of an underrated shout, but I'm I'm interested in it. Mm. Um, Claire Balding. Yeah, I'd have that. I think she's excellent. Yeah. She is. did let herself down at the horse racing once. What did she do? She asked. <laughs> I forget which uh, race it was, but a very big race. It was either the Gold Cup or mm. the Grand National or whatever. And the jockey who won the race um, was still on the back of his horse mm. and was trotting along. And she grabbed him for the first interview. So she had a big long stick with the microphone on the end. And she, and imagine her standing there interviewing guy on top of a horse. Right. And she's interviewing him live. And normally she's a very safe pair of hands. Mm. And we're going back a few years now, so it's a bit unfair to bring it up. But I know right. you haven't heard the story, so I will. She interviews him, asks him a few questions. And, so, and then she says something like, oh, um, and it's a big financial boost for you as well. And he said, yeah, or whatever. And she went, do you think you maybe use some of the money to get your teeth done? Because <laughs> you've got terrible teeth. Wow. Yeah. So Maybe but, they were friends, though. No, it was a, it was a, it was a bit of fallout. Remember when um, there was a bit of was it Jim Rosenthal did, uh, said something about um, Tessa Anderson? Yeah, racist. Right. He said, racist, he said yeah. something dreadful. And... Uh, it, he said, oh, it's fine because we're good friends. Well, don't, don't do it on telly. Yeah. If you're going to have some racial banter with yeah. your mate, yeah. don't do it on telly because that's upsetting to I mean, people. In a way, it's even worse because she's your friend as well. 
know. Yeah. So shit. So it wasn't quite that bad. No. But it, but it was. Uh, right. But, but bowling is. I mean, I'm not sure we should hold that against it. I'm I just bringing it fine. up. I want to see the teeth before I make my decision. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, what I would say is that um, people um, in America or uh, people further afield who aren't familiar with these celebrities. Uh, we'll just have to go with it on this one. Maybe yeah. skip ahead for 10 minutes. Cause, uh, yeah, they'll know who Ian McKellen is, won't they? I mean, yeah. we're not talking about American national treasures. Maybe American listeners can get in touch with their ones and yeah. we won't know them and we'll have to wave them all through. Sean Spicer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, David Attenborough, pretty standard. He's probably one of the first ones you think of, to be honest. I mean, he is top of the list. He is, is, he a knight, is he a knight of the realm or not? Probably. Should be. Knight of the animals. No, yeah, he is a knight of the animal kingdom. Knight of Farthingwood. Yeah, he is. He's, he's right. actually uh, a knight of uh, Wind in the Willows. He's getting a tick, but again, uh, you know. Everyone's got the propensity to to do something Dawson, dreadful. So I'm listen, not, shut until up. they die, I'm not. I'm take your balls, judgment. take your balls out the fucking bath <laughs> and stick to it or not. Don't be hedging your bets. Oh, I'm not sure they might do something rubbish in the future. I've heard rumours. Deal with <laughs> it now. Deal with it now. Well, we'll come on to that in a minute because, uh, well, listen, someone else I think has got in touch right, okay. about a thing, and one of the people he suggested. I don't know if, I, if we shortlisted the email. Right. And um, one of the people he suggested all sorts of rumours. Oh, anyway, wow. David Dimbleby. Uh, He's not one. He's not the person I've just mentioned there. I don't, re- <laughs> I don't Dimble- remember. Um, I don't remember him doing anything dreadful. He's pretty. He's pretty safe. Bare hands as well, isn't he? He's are also you, like. Are, a, you go- are you googling David Dimbleby controversy? controversy? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he is a bit of a safe. He's a safe pair of hands. Yeah, and he hasn't got a controversy section on his Wikipedia page. No. Uh, but a lot of people do criticize Andrew Neil. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of people. A lot. I think Andrew Neil's a fantastic presenter. Yeah, but you can be a fantasy presenter and oh, be dreadful. We've been through this before with All right. Edmonds. With Next Edmonds. up. Next up, Judy Dench. Uh, yeah, Dame she's gone straight Judy in. Dench. She's gone straight in. Would you not have with Judy Dench? Um, uh, oh, Helen Mirren. Uh, Helen Mirren. They're, they're in almost, inter- almost interchangeable. Aren't yeah, they? but she's more interesting than Dench, I think. I think so. She's more attractive as well. Not that mad. Come on now. She is. She's very attractive. Yeah, you'll be attractive via national treasure. No, you don't. Because all of this list are, you know, not conventionally handsome. You're a disgrace. Like me. Um, Felicity Kendall. Uh, yeah. It's a bit out of left field, that. Yeah. I mean, she, nobody really talks about her, but I'm, I'm having it again. I, yeah, I, think it's, I think that's setting the bar too low. I mean, she's a fine actor. Right. And you know, she seems nice. But I mean, really, Brian Bless has got to be in their head of her. Do you not? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I think that, um, with that situation, I think it's people who are not talked about quite so much. And so, like, I think people who play the game a little bit more. Like, Ian McKellen is quite a... Uh, quite a rounded kind of soft. There's no kind of sharp edges with Ian McKellen. You know what I mean? There's no kind yeah. of. Yeah, I know what you mean. He's you know he, he, he he's not that forthright about issues that, uh, that, that. Well, he is quite forthright. He's, he's forthright he's, on he's gay a, issues and stuff he's, like that. He's, isn't an, he? he's, he's an activist, but he's not like gay um, he's not, You wouldn't call him a firebrand, would you? So he's quite he's quite soft and uh, malleable. Bit, bit of a lovey. Bit of a lovey. Yeah. All right. Listen, we're going to breeze through the rest because it's taking way too long. Brandreth. So, no, I'm, not, I'm not having Brandreth. Uh, I can tell you stories about Brandreth that make your toes curl. Uh, next up is the potentials list. We're going through quick. The potentials list, according to Pete the emailer, is yeah. need another 20 years of being a treasure to be accepted right. into the list. Some of these are out of left field. Right, I'm already crossing one off this fucking list. Phil Tufnell can go fuck himself. Yeah, I'm not having yeah. Phil Tufnell. <laughs> Matt Baker is he the one I like guy? Matt Baker I like Matt Baker uh, I don't know he goes like this with his teeth he's also a, he's also a presenter from the North East doing better than you so you might yeah, have your own yeah, problem yeah he's with gone that. off the list for me Steve Backshaw's very good who's Steve Backshaw now he does a lot of children's TV a lot of wildlife TV a lot of adventuring TV he's a rock climber he's an investigator he's a, nat- he's a naturalist uh, that's good because I should know because I was uh, now Scott Bishaw he's, to live on Steve Backshaw Eddie Redmayne, just an actor at this no, point, no, but a good one. Cross. Graham the So, love Graham, worked with him before, lovely Where's, fella. Hang on, why is Wrighty not in front of him on this one? Ian Wright should be in there ahead Ian of Graham Wright the So. Ian Wright should be on there, massively, Definitely. yeah. 
Uh, Eddie Redmayne twice, for some reason. I don't always put Eddie Redmayne twice. Eddie Redmayne. Bernard Cumberbatch. Yeah, do you know, here's what I've got about yeah. Bernard Cumberbatch, right? Right. Tell me what you think about this. And if you're listening at home, tell me what you think about this as well. When is Bernard Cumberbatch going to fucking play a normal person? What do you mean? Well, think of all his roles. Mm. He just plays mad geniuses. <laughs> That's his niche. What's his um, one in uh, the Avengers, Professor... Um... Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is a, a retired strange. surgeon. That, that is pretty strange. And, and time traveller. <laughs> the only... I, I want to see... I'll tell you what, I'll put Benedict Cumberbatch in my list if Benedict fucking Cumberbatch right. Right, plays a council estate minor in a kitchen sink drama. Is that drama. normal? Is that a normal role? It's something a bit different. Put him in a, um, put him in a, uh, not a sitcom, <laughs> put him in a romantic comedy, Tom Hardy on the other side, they can play Love Rivals or something, yeah. and see how that one goes. Have a fist fight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Monty Don, I think Pete's just put this in because it's um, Chelsea Flower Show at the moment. I don't know who Monty Don is. He's a he's like a gardening presenter. I'm, go- I'm Googling uh, him. Suggested but disagreed who's the, with. Who's the famous steeplejack? Oh, yeah. Um, um, what was his name? My oh. mate, Northern mate, really loves him. Um, he died, didn't he? I'm going to write famous steeplejack. What is his name? <laughs> is it Fred Talbot? Yeah, I'm going to go with that, yeah. Is it Fred Talbot? Yeah, Fred Dibner. Fred Dibner, that's Dibner. it, yeah. yeah. Fred Talbot might have been a disgraced weather pro. He, he was all right, wasn't he? Who? Fred Dibner. Fred Dibner. <laughs> that is niche. What? Fred Dibner? <laughs> I feel like, an NBA for crying out loud. I feel like they've got to be alive still. Yeah. Sadly. Legacy. Pete, I want, to get that, I want to get the hell out of this email because it's gone on way too long. Okay. Suggested but disagreed with, which is the final column in the list of potential national treasures from Pete, the emailer's family. Mm. Martin Clunes, get out. <laughs> David Morrissey. <laughs> David Morrissey. Mo- isn't it? David Morrissey. David Morrissey's Michael. the guy. No, David Morrissey's the guy you always confuse oh, with Neil, Neil Morrissey, Morrissey, and you've right, just okay. done it again. I was uh, doing a quiz on the radio, and uh, who is the? And it was like a five in five questions in thirty seconds, really, really quick. Uh, who's the lead singer of, uh, of the Smiths? And you said David Neil no, Morrissey. No, they said Neil Morrissey. No, I, was, I was administering the quiz. Frey Bentos. <laughs> um, David, Mor- I watched uh, the TV adaptation of The Night Manager the other day, right? Which is brilliant. Obviously, not as good as the book, but still very good. And uh, Neil Morrissey's in it in a serious role. Oh, it very nearly yeah, took me out is, of it. Isn't it. Yeah, yeah, that was um, difficult, wasn't it? Anyway, David Morrissey, good actor, fine. Nigel Havers, bit smug. Bill Oddie, yes, probably. Andy Peters, meh. David Mitchell, get out. Charlie no. Brooker, get out. Both mm. are far too smug, although I do like Charlie Brooker. Right, okay. Yeah, uh, I'd have that. Coming on that. Wait, wait, Oddie, anything yeah. to say on that? Yeah, Bill Oddie. Bill Oddie? He's, he's like... tainted by the partridge brush, isn't he? That's the problem. <laughs> And that's not his fault. That is not his no, fault. No, it's not his fault. Uh, but thank you for your email, Pete. That was, uh, that was food good. for that's thought, if nothing food else. Food for thought. If, you know, if you've got any more suggestions, uh, they have to be kind of like out there a little bit. I think that's, uh, you can't just go for the obvious ones, I suppose. Yeah. Um, would you like to hear from uh, Mike? Sure. Mike's got uh, some fantastic, um, well, it's like a three-part email. Oh, is this a bit about sleep paralysis? There's all kinds this of This is interesting, this one. Yeah, um, I'll have this one. Before he, uh, he's just catching up on the last 20 or so episodes. That's a... Uh, an emotional journey, kind of roller coaster. A right? roller coaster, yeah. Um, uh, after disappearing into a podcast hall with 70 odd episodes of a Jack the Ripper podcast, so caught up with your talk 70 on 70 sleep... episodes that's on too Jack many. the that's Ripper. too many, isn't it? Man right. must be a misogynist. <laughs> Incel. Uh, so I caught up on uh, with your talk on uh, sleep paralysis. Before I give some info on that, I just want to say two things. Uh, like Pete, I also played with Dog Shit Sandwich, the terrible punk band, in about 2002 in Birmingham. Oh, brilliant. So hang on, you and Mike have both played right. a show with, with a punk band called Dog, Dog, Dog Shit, Shit Sandwich. Sandwich. yeah. Class. Yeah. Uh, much more recently, that name was top when I watched a band called Clunge Plunger. Oh Sadly, despite being around for the classic era of household name records, punk, punk in the UK for years, I never shared the stage with One-Eyed Willie. But how, it wouldn't have been difficult. We only did six, six gigs. I was about to say, that, you yeah, did, so it would have yeah. been difficult. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was about to ask you how many shows you did, and we how used, long did your sets last? Generally, we always used to um, they were quite lengthy, forty minutes, forty-five minutes. They, That's long uh, for a punk rock. <laughs> well, they're all covers mainly, anyway. Oh, okay, right, punk rock covers. So um, as long as you wanted, then. Yeah, um, uh, uh, we used to give away prizes um, midway through the show, and it was always just stuff we'd found in the streets, so like a PlayStation broken, a big telly broken. Mm. Uh, one time on all day, the one that Kasabian played at weirdly. Um, uh, we gave away a frozen um, kind of ready meal kind of uh, roast, uh, which the kids at the time, who were up at 11 o'clock when we were playing in the morning, um, just started eating it raw. Yeah. But that's, oh. How are you saying that when you spent oh. most of your childhood eating frozen sausages? Oh, dear. Quick question on that all day, which One-Eyed Willie, your band, played in with Kasabian. Right. Did you watch Kasabian? Uh, yeah. Did you think, Jesus, they're very good? Uh, no, well, we kind of knew someone was in the band. They got kicked out. For right. reasons. Because uh, early on, I thought the Kasabian were a very exciting band. Yeah. I, I subscribed and bought a lot of their seven inch singles, but they usually give out really interesting stuff mm. with the singles, like uh, like bandanas, like scarf things mm. to wear over your face and stencils to spray paint stuff. It's actually yeah, so, really interesting. So great riffs in there. Um, I great think, riffs. I think, I, I think, you know, um, uh, Club Foot, good. Yeah. Like, if that was done by, like. I know it's you know it's probably Led Zeppelin, but like if if that was done by Led Zeppelin, you'd be like, yeah, it's a fucking anthemic riff because it's Kasabian. You saw. I'll be I'll be thinking, oh, bit of a comeback. <laughs> How did this happen? Later. How did this happen? Yeah. Um, like Luke, Chris Akabusi also came to my school to preach some God bothering in assembly. Our very much speech impaired head teacher has to say, Chris Akabusi discusses striving for gold, and it came out exactly as you'd expect. Chris Eubank would pronounce that sentence. Anyway, <laughs> I am uh, and was a long term sufferer of sleep paralysis, and I just want to share some information on it. If you do talk about it on the pod, perhaps don't give my surname because of the stigma still involved in, oh, in some of this stuff. Sometimes my throat makes that horrible, disgusting, guttural noise. I just heard it. When I panic. When yeah. I panic uh, breathe. Is that is that before or after the, goodness me? Because <gasps> you say goodness me when you're panicking. Must be well goodness, maybe I should move it to goodness gracious me, like mm. the great TV show of the 90s. Mm. Um, as, you previ- as your previous contributor said, uh, sleep paralysis is harrowing. You wake up not being able to move and you have no real sense of time, so it just feels eternal. After years, I'd worked out that heavy drinking did make it worse, but I had no idea what originally caused it. Fast forward to now my mid-30s, and for many reasons, uh, I've end up be, ended up being referred to a psychotherapist, which took, who took um, particular interest when I said I get sleep paralysis. After many questions and some sessions, much to my surprise, she declared that I had post-traumatic stress disorder from events in my childhood, which I thought only military personnel really got. She asked me to try... Uh, EMDR, which is eye movement desensitization and reprocessing to try and cure it. Mm. An incredible discipline. EMDR basically involves getting a subject steady. Uh, <laughs> uh, basically involves getting a subject to remember traumatic events and then try to reproduce what the body does naturally during the REM phase of sleep. That is to process memories from the day. With traumatic events, REM fails to do this. And what happens is you tend to wake up uh, mid-REM, which is what causes sleep paralysis. Anyway, long story short, after initial uh, scepticism, she tried the technique, which involved me thinking of events while a woman used two fingers for my eyes to follow at varying speeds to mimic REM. After several weeks, it has totally cleared sleep paralysis thus far, and I'm a much happier man. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, very interesting. He says, uh, if this helps even one of your listeners, then this email will have proved useful. Very good. Fantastic. I, that, I had no idea that, you know, it's, it's, it's weird, isn't it? We think that um, P- uh, PTSD is just about that, yeah. but it can have you ever, be about anything. Have you ever suffered um, something similar, sleep paralysis no, or night terrors, night terrors or anything like that? No, I'm a bit of a, I'm a wiggler. I'm a, I went to the, um, watched the Royal Philharmonic at um, South Bank uh, recently. <laughs> 
And it was just, it was such a relaxing experience, like listening to the music that was mm. like completely un, um, magnified and un, un, un amplified. Uh, seeing these like, you know, gorgeous instruments being played beautifully. And I must admit, I doze off very, very briefly. But I'm a bit of a wobbler. I'm a bit of a like, yeah. sort of a bit of kick, I kick out. That's an evolutionary thing, apparently. Really? Apparently, it's a hangover from when um, we, had, we used to live in slightly different environments. Right. Yeah. Get rid of ants. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, uh, it was, it was rather disconcerting to the other people in the box. <laughs> I, bet, I bet, yeah. Um, I, um, I'm always, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a, um, I'm a fidgeter. I, mm. It takes me ages to get into the right position, mm. and then well, invariably I'll fall asleep for, I don't know, however long it is. Cause it's hard to say. But then I'll wake up again and be like, oh, I was almost asleep then. But looking back at that, I was clearly asleep. I was a girl who would, um, kind of, every muscle would flex. Every muscle would kind of. Um, Kind of flex in order, like um, like uh, like her hand would sort of twitch, and then her forearm, and then her um, bicep, and it would just be like diagnostic. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just teasing you. How what? is that allowed? How is that allowed? What would you mean? Every muscle would twitch. What? Like every muscle would twitch in order, sort of thing. So but while, like she, diag- while you were asleep, just, or no, she was asleep. just as she was getting to sleep. Um, right, right, right. Like she just sort of like it was like it's really um adorable, but also just like. Like a diagnostic thing that a robot would do, just just checking, <laughs> just checking every muscle's working. I can imagine just, you doing, doing that. And me just watching it, going, "This is fascinating." That's like what she'd never repeat a muscle. She'd just go through every muscle and just kind of go. Bop, bop, That's the bop, future. Bop, bop, Diagnostics. Bop, bop, bop. Of, of, you, Might seen, be a robot. I don't know. Have you seen you that? Know, t- you, know well, my, I, you know my peccadillos. Have you ever said that? Have you seen that TV series Humans? Uh, no. With the guy who lives just down my road. Can't remember his name. And. Uh, Jessica, is it Jessica Chan who plays the main AI um, synth? They're called right, um, and the whole point is that they're already human, lifelike, mm. and you wouldn't really know any different apart from mm. the color of their eyes. It's reminding me of that. Ah. That's the few, and that's the thing. We said this time and again on this show about AI. You ain't just gonna wake up one morning. This AI, like, it's gonna be like iRobot. It's gonna happen gradually. Yeah, you know, I was thinking on the way in this morning. That, oh no, I've woken up. And it's like iRobot in here. There's bloody robots everywhere. <laughs> um, I was thinking this morning, tell me what you think about this, because you're a bit more um, clued up. No, this kind of I okay. won't. Um, <laughs> everyone's got their phone in their hand, right? Yeah. Keeps picking it up, putting it yeah. down, picking it up, putting it down. Yeah. And I read somewhere a while ago that the average person picks up and puts their phone down like 50 times a day or whatever. Jeez. At one point, people are just going to get their phones grafted onto their hands. I mean, I'm sure there's easy or ways there. of doing that. Or there on the wrist, just like that. Yeah. Just like that. Look at me now. I've got it on my wrist just tapping away like that. Easy. It'd be annoying if you had to upgrade though, wouldn't it? Just take t- the chip out, mate. Put take the chip in. out, mate. It's easy. It's easy, is that, isn't it? That's going to happen. Because people are already modifying their own bodies. Yeah, I mean... Maybe your ex-girlfriend was just way ahead of her time. What, she'd got like a diagnostic chip installed? Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. Was there like an, was like an IT nerd next to her, like a laptop <laughs> tapping away, like plugged boop, into boop, 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 boop. Right, have we got time for one more email? Yeah, I think so, mate. Okay, I've got one I really like, but I'm probably going to save it for next time because it's a bit long. Oh, what's wrong with you? Um, um, what I've about got... this one from James Kettle? Were you going to do um, Nick's one? I was going to, no, I was going to do um, Tom Lindsay's one. Should I bash up Nick's then? Go on then. Uh, hello, Nick. Uh, this is just spooky. Um... Uh, it's, it's just weird I don't understand how it's happened hello Lung Pete uh, on the subject of embarrassing stories from our school days I'd like to share with you a mystery that uh, while not featuring any Chinese gentlemen getting out of cars in the middle of nowhere I think they were Japanese actually the Bow Beddingfield mystery the, was it Bow Beddingfield yeah to use its oh. real name I think they were Japanese yeah uh, that's uh, had me stumped this has had me stumped for the last 20 years I've not shared this with anyone before well, hoping... you'll, you'll find out why <laughs> but I was hoping your listeners might be able to shed some light on the mystery or at the very least give me some form of closure on a school trip to Germany, our teachers gave us a couple of hours to go explore Hamburg. 
let's face it, a filthy place. Uh, we could have gone uh, and looked at the rat house uh, or headed down to the port, but being adolescent boys, the first thing we did was go straight to an adult video store. By the counter was a bucket of old VHS tapes without their original boxes on sale for a euro. Each of us uh, took our lucky dip, and I went home with Nymphomania Nippel 2. <laughs> <laughs> The idea of a nipple being a nymphomaniac. I like. I like the. I also like the way you said a somewhat cavalier choice, given I hadn't seen the first one. <laughs> yeah, how are you going <laughs> to follow the story? Uh, my childhood bedroom was adjoined by a small annex that gave access to the roof space, and it was here that I carefully stashed the tape when I got back home. Occasionally, watching it from time to time when my parents were out. On uh, very all, you know, all clean fun. This is all um, very nineties so yeah, far. On uh, one such occasion, I was puzzled to find what appeared to be a different VHS tape in its place. Again, with no cover or identification, save for the word "animal." Animals scrawled across in uh, Mark Pen. What followed was a series of appalling bestialities. We don't have to get into uh, what he's just described in this email. No, but... and the thing is, Pete, you, people will be able to tell, very close listeners will be able to tell who's compiled the emails this week. Right. Either me or you. Well, I've already Basically... had a telling off saying, oh, too many cats getting hurt. I, I, it Stop wasn't it. a story about Stop the cat. It, it wasn't Pete. a story about the, uh, about the cat dying. It was a story about a uh, less than charming uh, child trying to cover up a crime. We've been through this, Pete. What happens when you take these people on? What do you mean? It gets worse. What do you mean? It? So just carry on with the I'm just, email. I'm just saying that... So, that, Nick that, here... We're, all, we're both animal lovers here. Yeah, we are, there's actually. No, there's no issue here. Nick... I love a dog. Luke loves a cat. I lo- squared it all away. I love both. I, I love both, I'm actually. I quite like a ferret. <laughs> we used to have a zoo ferret that I used to have to look <laughs> oh, after. God. That I used to have to walk on a little lead around the zoo, which is adorable. The like, amount ferrets, of stories from your zoo. Are ridi- ferrets are ridiculous. <laughs> Like, why are they so long? The other, the other like, day, they are so stupid. Pete, you got to spray them because they stink. <laughs> they're such weird animals, but they're quite affectionate. But they're just so hilariously long. I'd love to see one shave. For, for, some, re- for some reason, whenever someone thinks of me, this is ridiculous. Whenever someone mentions ferret, right, yeah. this is the thing I automatically think of. I don't know why. A comedian... In a northern men's working club with right. a ferret down his trousers. I don't know where that's coming from. Well, the, the, Do you recognise that? Well, though? northerners. Well, northerners are like like Yorkshiremen. Um, you know, yeah. you'd, have, you'd have a whippet or a ferret, wouldn't you? Why? But a ferret is such a weird, <laughs> such, an, such an alien. Why has creature? the ferret been chosen? <laughs> of all of all the large rodents, why has the ferret been chosen? Long rodents. It's probably not even a rodent. Uh, but anyway, it Nick will ha- be one. It's got to be, hasn't it? Nick sure. has just found his VHS tape replaced yeah. with another VHS tape with some horrendous animal-based. Uh, Filth on it. Yeah, that's um, that's what they. Uh, I'm not getting yeah. uh, Now I know what you're thinking, but no, the tape was definitely not one of the others we purchased in Hamburg. Nor had any of my friends been around since my last viewing to make the switch. I didn't have any brothers or sisters to blame, and you'd only meet my incredibly straight-laced parents to know that they could not have been in any way responsible. Hmm. <laughs> I have a couple of questions. I'm seeing a man bald. Spectacles with a Virgin Media Bill. Yeah, yeah, same, Pete. If I just plant myself as the um, as the imaginary detective in this case, <laughs> I'm looking at the evidence, and the first thing I'm thinking is, who's got access to the bedroom? Right, it's the mother or the father. Mm. It's the dad. Have you? You say your parents are straight list. Have we had the story of when they met? It's always the quiet ones. As always well. the quiet ones. My mum and dad. They never oh. had a story. They never had a story from when they, they were very coquettish about where they met. Some say some say it was a club in Newcastle. Then it changed to Sunderland. What's going on there then? Was it in Seam? Was it in Seam? Was it in Sunderland? Was it in Newcastle? The stories keep changing. What's lost what's the, to the sands of time? What's the actual story? You don't know. Literally, have no idea. Right. 
Uh, so me and my sister thought I might be a prostitute. Oh, for God's that's sake. That's my sister. I didn't even bring it up. My sister said, well, this is the only, this is our like unique kind of, uh, not unique, uh, kind of quite You've gone too far idea. as well. You're talking about your own mother there. What's that? Got? Well, I'm saying it. You're not saying it. I'm saying like that, that's what me and my sister said. Well, you know, how am I going to put that else, in the synopsis? How else? Are, how else are my mum and dad going to meet? My dad was in the navy. My mum was. My mum's my story keeps changing about where they met. I'm not having it. It's weird. She probably just wants you to mind your own business. I know. Yeah, but it's weird. It's like you know, they're, they're very um, silent about their past. Like, that, 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 it's a bit of a leap, isn't it? It's a bit of a leap from there. We were young, right? Oh, so you don't think it now? That's no. good. No, I don't think it. Get no. back to Nick's email. My I've never thought I'd hear, I've never thought I'd hear myself say this. I'm just I'd saying, rather hear about Nick's bestiality is, porn tape was Nick, was than Nick's, your chat. Was, was, was Nick? Can Nick um, definitely prove he wasn't the product of some kind of swinging party? That's all I'm saying. That, that, that's where no, I know a few people whose parents met at a swingers party. That's that, all fair I'm enough. Fair that's enough. fine. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But Nick's saying that uh, your parents have no, you know, fetishes. No, no, no. I think um, the fact that he's felt the need to even mention his parents in the email means it's almost certainly his parents. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, the, the only uh, people who had um, access to the house at some time uh, at this time were some builders. They could conceivably have used the annex to get access to the roof and stumble across my stash. But even then, I can't reconcile the motives or thought processes by the uh, behind the um, switching of the tips. Not to mention the planning involved. It beggars belief. However, with no other explanation presenting itself. To this day, I have an irrational fear of tradesmen, and now a homeowner myself will not leave them alone in my flat for fear of what perverted goings-on uh, may occur in my absence. Yeah, I mean, that is a troubling story. That's just reminded me of, um, I know sort of a good friend of mine's wife um, ran a quite nice hotel mm. um, overseas, and um, she said uh, to me, always put the do not disturb thing on your door, always. Yeah. Because they will, they won't steal stuff, but they will go through your shit. Oh yeah, definitely. and just they, they just, cleaners apparently by their nature can be just very, very nosy. Um, That's still, whenever I'm in an Airbnb, um, <laughs> I remember I didn't get a review from one in uh, Chicago, uh, even though I'd given him some cigars. The guy who owned the place, he was going back and he's going to a wedding, so I gave him some cigars. I didn't get a review from the guy. Right. I can only think he had cameras up in the house because I definitely tried his jackets on a few times. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna leave cupboards unlocked. That's I'm going to go for a mooch mooch. I mean, that's quite, I'm gonna, in, I'm that's gonna quite innocent. Well, it's not quite, it's not quite the sort of massive have... betrayal of trust that, 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 <laughs> that is the unwritten contract, or probably the written contract of this fucking whole thing. Well, yeah. You shouldn't really be doing that, but that's no. quite an innocent way to betray someone's confidence. I may have bounced his basketball and maybe broken a fan as well, but you know, that's... Uh, oh, these things bite. happen. These things happen, Listen, mate. you lie down with dogs, you get fleas. <laughs> Donaldson's <laughs> in town, you're in trouble. <laughs> cool. Um, well, that's about it for A us. truly horrendous way to end episode uh, 69. Oh, come on. Yeah, 69, baby. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's all about. Um, let's get out of here. Uh, if you want to get into the show, as always, we live for your dispatches and your correspondence and your messages and your faxes. Um, your missives. Your missives. It's yeah. uh, hello at lukeandpeatshow.com. Yeah, Simple we look forward that. to hearing from you, and we'll be back in a few days' time. Yeah. See you in a bit. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.